Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Thanks very much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Irish and Around <coughs> Show. As per usual, delighted to be joined by the Tash. How are you, mate? All good? Not too bad, not too bad, Sammy. A rough weekend again, yeah, but yeah, good we survived to, it. Good to get the weekends over us. Um, it's probably not good to recording this on Monday with the, the post-drinky sad sad. Uh, but look, <laughs> keep going. Yeah. Interesting enough round five to be fair. Um some decent fixtures. I think we might just kick on in and get invo- get stuck in to the round five reviews. First up is myself, I think. Uh Knights Manly. So yeah. Manly coming out victors obviously thirty points to six. No Tommy, no issues. Big, big win for Manly. Um there's no doubt about it and it, look, it, it probably is disrespectful to the rest of the Manly squad but uh, they need to win about 50% of the the games while Tommy's out the next five games are uh, Titans, Cronulla Titans next Bunnies, West, Brisbane Sharks yeah. if they can snag a win um, if it's not two wins out of that, uh, like you'd be hoping to beat the Wests and then maybe pick off maybe the Titans or, or Brizzy, I think they'd be they'd be okay. Um, they mm-hmm. might not finish the top four, but they'll definitely make the eight. For the Knights, I suppose it 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 seems to be pretty much the same as last year. Um, three on the trot they lost, and next up I suppose they face the Dragons. If they've any aspirations whatsoever to make the eight. That needs to be a win. If not, write them off because uh, that's a. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just. If I was flattered to deceive the Knights, <laughs> um, they probably should get rid of Kane and Vonga, to be fair, let him go to the, the Dolphins. He's tying up too much cap, tap, cap space and not delivering. He's not worth that 1.2, whatever he's on. They actually played better. He got the head knocked and they actually yeah. played better when he was off. Yeah, I just think for what they're paying him, he's not delivering. He's not a 1.2 million player. I think they're tra- they're looking for him too much as well, like, which he he's sort of player that comes and goes into the games. Like he he can't he's not supposed to give the ball. He all needs the to yeah. Game. When you're on the front foot, he needs to insert himself strategically, basically. Um, okay. My stat because yeah. it wouldn't be a show without a few stats. Oh. One hundred nine straight away. The difference in post contact meters between Manly four hundred eighty seven and Newcastle three hundred seventy eight. That just Manly for me it was. Piss poor weather. They just out physical them. 
they just outfitted um, It's probably something the Knights can't really do. They have a good pack, yeah. but it's not a big pack. Um, it took it took the mm, it took Manny a bit of time to get into the game. Like, like it was twenty three minutes before they scored the first try, and then they scored again before the half. Like, but second half they they pulled away. Like, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, no, um, yeah. Look, if it wasn't maybe it was one for the purists, but uh. Mm. Yeah. If you're a Manly fan, <laughs> that was it. Yeah. You'd be happy. Um, next up, I suppose yourself. The Warriors and Cowboys. So the Warriors won 25-24. Uh, the Cowboys are not going to be the one spoons oh, this year. Yes, we won't say just yet. <laughs> but uh, the Cowboys have really good, really well. Like the going forward. Uh, the only thing about it is the Warriors tries look really soft like like uh, oh, what's the what's the 13 he just walked through the lane mm. uh, Nikori just skipped across they really played the ball like a half asleep like so if they keep on doing that they'd be in trouble like but uh, the Cowboys looked, looked really well drink water first start of the season he has to play he's probably their best full back after like you finally take homes after him and then uh, the hammer like but I think the hammer goes to the wing leg and keep drink water in because everything he did it was nice and tasty like he really put them under pressure like and 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 he's a good out for Dearden and uh, yeah. Chad Tons oh, Chad Tansen as well like so and then Shawnee Shawnee Johnson just sealed the win with a drop call an extra time <laughs> bring him back great memories he's playing solid solid rugby it was it's great to see like. He wasn't too. He was a bit. He had their skelter there last year with Cronulla, but he just he he suits that team a little bit. I think it was a bit of a testament to maturity on his part that Reese Walsh was happy to hand over the drop kick to Sean Johnson. Do you know what I mean? Like like other young players with yeah that amount of raps on them, kind of always want to demand kicking jibbies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're pushing. They they really want the ball. Like, but now he. he he fucking it was just about got over the fucking that, line that, that's very <laughs> true too um, great, yeah look I, I think for for both sides if they're <laughs> looking to it was touched on in the broadcast I don't know if you happen to catch it but if either of those two sides are looking to push up the table it's it's defence is going to get them there and they a lot of the tries conceded yeah. were fairly soft like the, you can't have those big high scoring games and no, no, like it was very poor. Like it was very disappointed on the Cowboys, especially in their red zone. Like mm-hmm. how easy they just let them through. Like, like Aikens one as well was just like through the hole, and one person put a hand on it, and then that was it. Like there no solid shoulder on. Like especially them lead runners, they just have to yeah take them as <laughs> give away, give away a penalty, suspicion. give away a you know penalty. that one. <laughs> yeah, even if he's running at you, just take him on suspicion. Yeah, yeah, that's all. As you said, like the defense, they just are talking the defense. Like they'll be. What I was thinking there is that uh, from eight down to twelve, it's gonna be real tight. It'd be a, a victory, and like the the table is gonna start fucking like, jamming up there. Something serious, like your top four, top five, maybe could pull away. Like and after that, it's gonna be from nearly six. Well, you say that, but with the new rules like, or the abbreviation of the rules, I do think it's tightened the game up an awful lot. And it's probably why Manly haven't had the success mm. with Tom 
like the game last year and the year before it suited the playmaker basically but now it's tightened up you're going to probably yeah. see some we haven't seen it really in, in, in the first five rounds but you will see some shock results and I do think points difference mm. could be huge this year huge yeah 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 you come down to that like a blur so next up Broncos Roosters I suppose 24 Roosters won 24-20 but it probably was easy to pick the games this week Um. yeah definitely it was, it Broncos was showed up in a big big way I know they didn't get the result Um, but what they've gone through I suppose with the past fortnight with kind of the off field antics the issues surrounding Penhas's contract um, losing Albert Kelly <clears throat> I thought Billy Waters was brilliant um, I thought the performance was huge Stags really really performed for me um, the week I take him out of fantasy the try he scored was, was one only that he could he's just so electric over a yard a yard and a half I don't know how to describe it other than that he just bounces um, for the Roosters was probably wasn't a marquee mm. performance but they got the job done and I know it's only weak foot. Mm. It's a sign of a good team though as well. As soon like they're not playing well and still getting victories. Yeah. Against a good team like trending upwards anyway. Let's say trending upwards. Well, uh not primaries after two weeks. But yeah. uh Yeah. Uh I know it's only week five and this might age terribly, but I do think that could resi- like prove to be a pivotal result for the Roosters. I just feel they're under a bit of pressure. Um early not to fall too far behind Melbourne Para Penrith and what is an emerging Cronulla side they potentially could have easily left Suncorp with a 2-5 and five start and I think that would have been absolutely disastrous for them um, so yeah good result for them they needed it um, but a great performance for the Broncos and it, it kind of after the past fortnight I think it would really lift the spirits of the the Brizzy faithful my stat 23 percent mm-hmm. the percentage of tackles Paul Mamorowski has missed this season I think I see a weakness 23 percent tackles 23 missed yeah I was just thinking he, he played was it the Knights last week one of them games he played really well and then yeah it's, he blows hot he's, he's kind of in the game. side for kicking really at this stage I think and he doesn't have that yeah 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 uh, Joseph Manu another game pick and go king he's just quietly uh, consistent isn't he just to have a little scoop if when you're five five metres from the line he's going to score you a try two like metres from the line two of them the really good forward you have yeah. uh, <laughs> a junior yeah. rugby level yeah get out of the way and just yeah. let him have it yeah yeah that that really big under 14 playing underage rugby that's what's kind of like <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to bring his uh, birth certificate. Yeah, no. Look, he's 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 really impressed me this season. He's just been quietly consistent. Is it? Is how I like this game. How much fanfare? I suppose. Supposedly, yeah. Supposedly, Walker uh, was down in Suncorp there, I think, two days before, and kicked two conversions from the exact same spot. He kicked it from like with his parents, like and he was just saying that he was just thinking about that on. When he was kicking that, like, because he's a fifty percent kicking rate, you know? so some balls to go out to the to the corner, like, and, and kick that, like, which it just proves that he, he, I think he's he's getting that old head on him now, like, that you need as as the playmaker, like, 
He's got a bit of confidence, I'd say. It's been a steep learning curve for him, to be fair. Um, and he has progressed. Mm. He's set yeah. to the mark every time. Um, so, not much more you can ask for, to be fair. Um, no, to be fair, he's probably sitting under yeah. who could someone who could soon like eclipse Bellyache and Bennett as like, the premier coach in the game. Um, so, that's worth nothing too. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, one, no I think quick speedy yes. review. Oh, Would you believe no. I got up hungover from a wedding early, yeah. <laughs> six o'clock on Saturday to watch it? Oh, kill me now. Uh, Raiders sixteen, Storm thirty. It's the fourth win for the Storm. Uh, Hughes and Grant were really impressive, and and Paps again, always there in the for support. Like he's ridiculous. Um, the pack looked really good for Melbourne. Like they they just walked off it, and then given the platform for Munster and Hughes, like to to get to get like their their moves running. Like uh, Raiders are in trouble. I think they just couldn't get a foothold in the game at all. And it's going to be a hard few weeks now. Cowboys up next after getting yeah, but it's in jail. Oh, look, just you hope, mate. What I tell you about the post drink sad set, and then Panthers after that, and Panthers after that. So Ricky's not in the good, yeah, yeah, not in the good situation now. Yeah, yeah. I just think like Storm is just coming to their cream, like like Monster Hughes. Munster is really like the weight he must have lost like in the preseason. He just looks a different player now, especially with all he went through like in the off season. Like he just run that show and Hughes. What can you say about him? Like even the the second try, he was like he had spiders on him. Nobody wanted to go near him at all. Like like he he's yeah. running. He he's just coming to form something serious. Like like he's angry. Like behind uh, Cleary, he is the best player. Best playmaker, best seven in the comp. Yeah, well, like, yeah, no, I can't argue with this. Like, it's, uh, which kind of justifies us losing, really, to be honest with you. Like, you can't really take it out on us, to be fair. So, we'll be getting out of this. Yeah. Nah, <laughs> look, to be fair, look. better team, like. <laughs> nah, look, we, uh, we kind of knew what we were letting ourselves in for. And she, like, you, you may, like, I, I had to pick them last week, but. Mm. Oh, yeah. It is what it is. <laughs> what? We'll talk about the record of oh we did that when we're doing the, the previews <laughs> for round six um, but yeah ready to move on yep thank you uh, <laughs> <laughs> I let you next up Rabbitohs Dragons 24-12 uh, to the Bunnies clunky by the Bunnies to be honest um, similar to getting the Roosters kind of just a case of getting the job done well not similar to the Roosters that was a great game but just got the job done um, they're a better side than the Dragons and they kind of showed that the mm. So the opening four games for the the bunnies were kind of pretty much horrific. It's kind of the worst four games to open a camp I've seen in a long time. But they do now kind of have a, a nice little run of fixtures. Um, kicking off the Bulldogs, Good Friday, classic fixture. Um, and they should kind of get back into that kind of top four position where they probably belong. Although Latrell out now eight weeks, I think. So his absence would be huge. Missed the Argentines. But Taffet. Taff is a super replacement. Yeah, yeah, um, you just like to see him play more, like get the opportunity mm. to play more. And he has now; he's eight weeks to kind of. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. The Dragons, I suppose, they are what we thought they were. Um, Griffin's playing this kind of money style type of game plan where he's 
putting players in where they don't necessarily belong and kind of trying to find bargains and stuff. It's great for a filler year, but I think they need to bite the bullet. I think they've had a number of highly talented players come through, SCG ball and kind of New South Wales Cup in recent years. It's time to throw them to the Lions. Like, finish bottom of the comp, but build these players into your starting side. Like, you can keep doing this kind of round and round in circles and just finish 11th and 12th each year, otherwise, basically. So, mm. blow it up effectively, like what you do with an NFL franchise. No. Blow it up. Get rid of like Jack Bird's playing well, but get rid of him. Well, um, yeah, that's the contract. Like I think, mm. like, that's the sticking point. So just get rid of him. Like, mm. and I think the what's name won't be there. Vaughn and all them next year won't be there. Like, no, like, Vaughn's at the. Oh, sorry, he's Bulldogs. Bulldogs yeah. yeah. Um, Tarek Sims probably is not far from moving. Yeah, my stat. And it was oh. difficult for stats in this one because if you look at the stats it actually was a very even game and it was probably was just a bit of class by the bunnies but the key for me was the battle of the Ookers okay. um, Cook had 104 run metres McCulloch had 7 Cook had 6 tackle busts McCulloch had none now to be fair if you did, if you tackle bust off 7 metres you're doing fairly well to be fair <laughs> um, and then obviously Cook also had the try assist lovely try assist so mm that was kind of a key point for me I don't think the Rabros were brilliant but the yes. class yeah some of their top players just performed like just got them through yeah yeah and you had Murray and the like of Cook like especially Cook running off them boys it's very yeah. hard <clears throat> and they were kind of getting quick quick rook plays as well yeah. so that can obviously help next one Titans and Eels Titans 20 Eels 26 uh, Moses and Brown are probably arguably like the inform house partners in the last in the, the first five just everything so to do it just watch. seems to be it just worked for them like uh, tackle wise they're so good to watch yeah like, yeah like they're they're a real fun team to watch like I think that when they gave the ball like uh, they they pushed all the way to the end though I think the Titans are going to run teams tight all year like I think if Afita can just pick the ball up and run forty meters without being touched, he doesn't do that. He's arguably been. Though. I know. I know he had that like magic moment, but he's yeah. arguably been that one of the worst players this year. Oh, like he doesn't. He doesn't go looking for the ball. No. Like he he doesn't do enough for the money he's on. Like. No. Similar to your boy Kalen. Yeah. Yeah. We don't he's not earning that contract. Like, compare him to say Tino. But like you, you paying Hass is talking about this million. Who, who out of them boys, who do you think should have a million pound contract? Like none of them, but I know. Yeah, like. But yeah, paying yeah. Hass arguably should be on more than for the meters and, and the yards he's making, like. And the work, um, but yeah, yeah, like it's something you play a front rower, a million. Um, no, especially like their their lifespan is so small, like. Yeah, yeah. Fafida, like the rest of them, there's some solid, solid rugby players on the Titans squad. Like, there's some big, big ballers. Like, oh, the whole way through, as you say, like the wingers are fucking massive. But they just, just couldn't get. Now the Eels just couldn't get away from either. Like the Eels were pushed the whole way through the end. Like, but uh, two great fixtures. To be fair, we did bitch and moan about in the preseason about them playing each other twice in five rounds but the, like the two games didn't disappoint like mm. 
that's all really like I think just Moses and Brown are spectacular and Wanda yeah, Blake yeah, no. injury like that didn't help I don't think the Eels will be happy with that like because they're, they're losing wingers by the by the week <laughs> so they we'll are. see what they come in next week like they are but like yeah. Like Wonga Blake is is kind of someone who like he, even when he was a Penrith like he he just he just does his job. Do you know what I mean? I think they can replace him easy enough. Mm. I think if they were to lose Brian and Mitch Moses, I think it's a totally different situation. Like just yeah, no, I'm, I wouldn't be too concerned about that injury. But yeah, they have have stacked up a few uh, wonderful <laughs> uh, back injuries as well. Like you look at um, you had shot Russell as well first game against the Titans mm. as well. So. Yeah. Um, no, no time span on uh, Silva or C- Michael Silva. Silva. Um, I don't know off the top of my head. To be fair, yeah. um, I wouldn't imagine he's too far away. But who knows? Yeah. Um, that'll actually be a really nice contrast if they stick with Bailey Simpson on the on the wing and then have Silva on the other one. I think it's a really nice contrast in wingers. Mm. Um, two good yardage men as well, but two different styles of play. So, yeah, no stories. Um, Next fixture, Sharks Tigers, Sharks thirty to four. I can give you a big detailed analysis, or I can really just turn around and say not much to say. Sharks most improved side in the comp. Tigers are easily the worst, and I feel like they're aggressing. Like there's nothing much more to say. They kind of find new ways to lose every week. Yeah, the ones that you, you, you it's like how can they get worse? Like <laughs> they're going. Oh, they can. <laughs> oh, they can. Like, there's actually, there's, there's levels to this. Yeah. And they haven't it's found like, the bottom yet. That's the scary thing. Like, imagine, like, it's still round five. Imagine now, like, you get to round 18 and 19, and you know you're finishing the bottom of the comp. Yeah. Um, yeah. The devastation that'll be. I know Hastings is back this week, is it? Yeah. Which, yeah, arguably, yeah, he's the it's... best player, like, with Dewey still out, like. But, uh, but it's, it's, it's mad that it. Two summer signings, two players who are playing in the Super League. Yeah, are our two best players because Ali Gildar is. Yeah, he he's a brilliant. Yeah, so yeah, I don't know where they go. I think Madge is on the hottest of hot seats, um, and the irony is, I don't think it's his fault. Like you touched on that thing last week with Jackson Hasten having to buy his own plane ticket mm. up. Um, I think it's against him. Like his back's up against it, and even bringing in Tim Sheen's like supposedly Tim doesn't have the power like say as Gus Gould has in in Bulldogs like yeah. he doesn't seem to have like so it, it all comes to the board and I think it's the board that's the problem is it Justin Pascoe is there in the CEO I think he's yeah, uh, so no he didn't come across well on the on Tiger Tales Tiger Tales yeah um, I think he's my stash my is Nico Hines Leads the comp with seven line break assists. Like for a man who's who's learning the half back position, that's that's mightily impressive. He's doing he well. does need to work on it. Does need to work on the kicking though. He's only about fifty eight percent. So, but so Sam Walker. <laughs> so yeah. So um. But yeah. No, I think Nico has been. He, he's in the running for pickup of this year, of the off season because he's uh. I he's think, doing bits. Yeah. They. I think they'll stick with him because they're scoring tries. The kicking. The kicking will come. But they're still scoring tries, so they're they like score you without kicking. Like, I think it's like similar to it's it's like we touched on Dale from Newcastle. They just bought guys from winning cultures. Oh yeah, Do you know what I mean. Like, 
happy with that like no very exciting backline as well I love work, watching uh, Ronaldo Molotua I just think he's class yeah. as well he always involved uh, and two is it two Lange or two on the centre yeah um, oh, I'm not going to try to pronounce it he's an edge yeah. back row only and he into the yeah. centre like, he's an absolute but he was he was a, he's, yeah he came through age grade centre oh, right. and then he went to <laughs> Panthers I think he got one game and then got dropped oh. then he went then he went to the Rabbitohs one game and got dropped again and just kind of bounced around and yeah. then ended up in the Sharks and he just kicked on and people are going oh how is he playing centre like but that's what he came through age grade, yeah, grade yeah, he's yeah. playing like he's just a big body that can move quick mm. even impressive and mm. Jesse Raymond on the other centre was very impressive as well yeah yeah, we've we kind of known this for, about Jesse Raymond for a bit though he's uh, yeah. we'll see <laughs> yeah yeah we'll see that's true too uh, next one Bulldogs and Panthers uh, 32-12 to the bo- oh, to the Panthers Uh same taste like there's not much talking you know what the Panthers are they're just they just cruise through games and when they want to turn it on they just turn it on like and they are very sharp at the ball like uh, Thiago and May as I said about uh, Brown and uh, Moses Thiago and May are probably the edge centre winger combination of the, of the tournament like so far they, they just like Thiago ran nearly half the pitch for his try at one stage throwing a few dummies like and making it look so fucking easy like and May May's a serious uh, addition losing the other winger like like they're so Tom. lucky for him to come in like yeah Brian Tahoe like like looking at his form like you think Tahoe might get back in and he's, he's obviously going to come back like but like it, it Charlie Staines might fucking lose his spot like Charlie Charlie Staines could be getting traded fairly sharpish or getting mm. released fairly sharpish Um and that that offload, I can't remember if it was May or Ortego, for uh, Edwards' try, it's just yeah, it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's just gorgeous. Absolutely Edwards gorgeous. is playing really well as well. Like, like the 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 backs on the Panthers, like Edwards is a serious ball for the meters he makes, like for the meters he runs, <laughs> like the, his effort play is unbelievable. Like. Yeah, he's now, a, yeah, he's fed up with it. I think like the Bulldogs are getting better the pack was good and they got the ball a few times with uh, like for the fox for the fox like the fox like if they can do that a bit more uh, they'll go well like and the addition with all the headlines this week about Flanagan starting like he mm. did fuck all wrong his other players I, uh, around him fucked him over because like, I have a stat here for you Oh, yes. Matt Duffy at half time had one run for two meters and two errors, which is a ridiculous stab if you're trying to win a game like for yeah, a fullback. Full when you have if you put Edwards like stats up beside him, it's it's a mile of difference. Like, yeah. What what is what was interesting? I don't know if you picked up last week, but um, I don't know if you ever listened to Gus Gould's podcast, six six tackles with Gus Gould he was on and obviously I think it was out by Thursday because he had COVID last week right um, and obviously the headlines by uh, Hooper County et al uh, have been that this was a play to kind of throw Kyle Flanagan under the bus kind of yeah. play him against the Panthers get smashed and uh, Gus Gould's take was very very um, 
it's it's worth a listen. His his opinion is like not his opinion, but he kind of explained that like no, we dropped him down to first grade because oh, down to second grade because he had to work off some. His confidence was at like an all time low, and he was like overthinking the game. Like right. I think Gus Guru had said something like um was in an interview with him and he, he like started crying oh. and saying like this yeah, is too my much life not yeah no this game is my life and all that and mm-hmm. Gus Gould was like that's your first problem and he was like yeah. sent him down to play reserve too grade. much for this yeah and and Gus Gould signed the, like apparently Trent uh, yeah Gus Gould Barrett. named the teams supposedly yeah apparently um, Trent Barrett had wanted Flanagan in the starting line start. from round one but Gus has been like, he's not ready, he's not ready, he's not ready. And then, yeah, go. So, like he, was leading, see he was leading the, the, the second division or whatever. The, yeah, what is it? New South Wales he Cup, scored yeah. more. He scored more points than the whole team, like the Bulldogs team yeah. himself in there, which is very impressive, like, and for him to come back, even because they're talking about his defence, like I thought he played well, like his defence was solid. Mm-hmm. He was just, he was good, like, and they kicked for a... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Pangai Junior's try like I know it was a bit deep like and I walked off him but like it was the right thing to do like mm. he'll improve yeah it will be interesting to see where he goes this season and like if he's a great season back end and they start to string some wins together Gus Gould will rightly be heralded again as a genius probably yeah. the most intelligent man in the game so yeah watch this space okay mm. Um I suppose before we launch into our previews it's worth knowing that like the sports journalism to this point has been good um, but if you want to get the best sports journalism just click the link in the podcast description for a month's free access to The Athletic um, I don't know what more I need to say it's pretty good I think that one it's getting that better, it's getting, better. better. It's getting better maybe, maybe it's getting yeah, worse yeah. maybe it's going down hill was round six previews and a quick look at the tipping. Uh, Tash went a staggering eight from eight last <laughs> Thank week. You. Thank you. Did not put any money went, out though. But we did not put it. a penny because <laughs> it's only Paddy Power takes NRL bets. To be fair, yeah. Uh, yeah, but only on the day of. You can't yeah. do like a week long. But, no, like, I can't do it on a Monday. Was that ahead? Um, I obviously went five from eight. Um, and look at, at this moment in time the Tash has built a lead of 18 to 15 so I have a bit of do to catch him up I could do it a few perfect weekends myself um, but look here we go uh, first. first fixtures yourself yeah Raiders and Cowboys um, as I said the Raiders were bet by the Cowboys I think in week 2 was it or week 3 uh, week two. I don't think this comes at a, a good time for the Raiders. Uh, they're lacking a little bit in areas, and I think the Cowboys are just coming to their cream a little bit quicker than uh, the Raiders. So I'm tipping the Cowboys for this one. That's great. Might as well just Disagree. Might S- just simply, simply, I back the Raiders because, well, one, I have to, and two, I can't not back them two weeks in a row and you know who they're playing next week right yeah you're not going to win that so <laughs> yeah so I mean like try and be positive at least for one week but look um, next up a classic classic Good Friday fixture um, Rob Rose Bulldogs 7 o'clock Irish time at Core Stadium um, so both sides probably are wildly different are in wildly different places 
then decides to met in that classic matchup a few years ago remember that James Graham boil over game yeah, yeah. that was 2015 um, and at the time it was uh, a grand final rematch the Ravelos had broken the uh, the hoodoo the year before with uh, Greg Inglis and the Guana um, crawl the Bulldogs have suffered colossally since when it's touched upon I suppose I do think they're on the, the up they did lose to the best side in the camp but I think they they looked a lot more competitive um, they have done in patches throughout this season I still think the bunnies are going to be too good for them and my prediction would be 22-12 bunnies 22 bunnies yeah I go don't write them down don't write them down well I don't Ben scores now I just pick names pick winners not scores uh, the next is the the Panthers and the Broncos same again Friday at 5 to 11 uh, Broncos put in a great, perform- oh, great performance there against the Roosters there last week but I just think the Panthers will be too strong for this one probably it came a little bit too soon for them this fixture like. mm, especially I mean, at like, home to the Panthers like. I mean this 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 uh, this season <clears throat> you're probably just going to back the Panthers every game yeah, and then just react when there is a shock the um, even when they're playing para yeah. um, Melbourne like it's it, Roosters, Rabbitohs, you're just going to pick Penrith every time. Um, and happy to humble pie when they do eventually lose. So I'll, I'll go all in with you there and I'll pick Penrith as well. Um, <laughs> next up, um, Manly Titans, Four Pines Stadium, which I really hate the name. It's Brookvale. Uh, 8.30 Sunday. Or Saturday, rather, sorry. Um, it's one of those games I mentioned bef- like before when I was on with Manly that they they really need to to, to to pick up a win here um to try and keep afloat minus Tommy. I know again like it's massively disrespectful to the players in the squad, but it really is important that they, they go about fifty percent. Um I think Tommy's out another five weeks maximum. Um so if you pick up this win, takes the pressure off, they just need to maybe beat the uh maybe beat the the West in about three or four weeks because they do have a tough run of fixtures. Um I don't really know what to make of the the Titans this year. So the three losses, two to Para, and then they they blew up against us. Their victories are just though against the Wests and the Warriors. So for me, while they have an impressive, the jury is still out on them. Um, if they can string a solid eighty minutes together, I think it could be Titans twenty eighteen for me, but it could easily be reversed. But look, I'm going to back the Titans by the smallest of margins, twenty points to eighteen. And Campbell's back in for as well, so that'd be good for the Titans. And Brimson is cleared with the shoulder injury, so uh, I was actually going back to Titans as well. Oh, so I just think that they, they're not going to lose consecutive weeks. I don't think they're going to be one of them teams. Yeah, fair, fair. Uh, me again, Storm and the Sharks. Uh, Saturday morning at half ten. Uh, yep. It's going to be. This is going to test the sharks. So we're going to we're going to find out what what the sharks are. It's a storm. The storm are playing really good, and it'll be the first top four team that they've played so far. I think. So it'll really. Show. I played the Raiders in week one. No, I don't think they are top fourteen. <laughs> uh, sorry about that. But it'll, it'll just show you where the sharks, where their where their uh, where their level is. So I'm still back in the storm though. Would you class power as a top four team? Yeah. Did they play them? Yeah, they beat him. 
Um, first game back in Points Bet Stadium. Yes, Round two. Nico Hines to kick. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually going to back the Sharks in this one. I just have a good feeling about them, and I just okay. think. Yeah, just I think this while the storm have been good, they still look susceptible in parts. Like throwing up the, I suppose the, what was it, eighteen points they're up against the bunnies. Um, I know yeah. they won eventually, yeah. but Forget but still, I thought it, yeah. very unlike um, Melbourne. They also lost to Para as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think, yeah, I, I fancy the sharks. I'm gonna back the sharks, and now I do expect the storm to win, but I just be rooting for the Sharkies yeah. and next up Roosters Warriors SCG 5 o'clock Sunday in the morning um, I don't think I'm being too bullish here in, in predicting the Roosters win the Warriors are on a 3 game winning streak they in their next 4 games they face the Roosters the Storm the Raiders and the Sharks they could easily go 0 from 4 the big question mark obviously is the Raiders like that being said though I do say it every kind of week the Warriors won't beat themselves but I do think the Roosters just have too much for them uh, prediction there 24-8 Roosters 24-8 Roosters um, I go Roosters as well I just think they, they, they'll have too much for the Warriors now the Warriors will put it up to them they'll be like the Broncos last week I think they're playing good stuff but I just think the Roosters will have a little bit too much for them uh, Dragons and Knights at seven o'clock on Sunday morning again. Uh, mm-hmm. This is it. Another slobber knocking. I think two teams could win this. Either one. Uh, I just think the Dragons might pull away with this one. Uh, the Knights need to try and find the form that they had uh, against the Roosters and stuff like that. They were playing good stuff, but uh, Ponga would need to improve and get more into the game. And I think the Dragons will just tip them at the end. It's not going to be a pretty one. No, it's not. I'm, I'm going to back the Knights for this one. I just don't think they can lose four in a row. I think there's an awful lot of pressure on them there. Um, I just don't like what's going on in St. George. I don't like Griffin. Um, he's not picked, but I just, yeah, I don't like Have him. you seen the, uh, the Lomax on the Matty Johns? His impression. His impression. not a good. It doesn't. Matty. <laughs> what are you doing? Very good. It, it's uh, shades of a uh, chunk from the <laughs> yeah, the Goonies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, uh, yeah, very good, very good. Two great characters, Zach Lomax and Laurie. Is it? Uh, yeah, Laurie Griffin. Um, final game, Bank Holiday Monday, Combank Stadium, Sydney, seven o'clock. Para Wests. I don't think I need to give much into this. It's touched upon the best side to watch attacking in the comp versus the worst side. Uh, Take the Lion, Bank Holiday Monday. I think this uh, is going to be a Power 42-6. Yeah, 42-6 have gone. Yeah, it's going to be... I think I'll pick the Yields, unsurprisingly. But I think it's going to be the Lord. I think the West are in for a long, long season. Very long. Very, 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 very long. Um, yeah, I don't know what's... There's more than just, obviously, a coach going wrong there. Um, so... Maguire yeah. um, and uh, what's the big fella the captain in the press conference they all came James Tamo very positive and I don't know if they're drinking the same Kool-Aid as the rest of us like 
I think it just it, it, it completely missed the mark and like I, I know you're like supposed to be positive and stuff like that but it was just like you've just found another way to lose yeah um, you're zero from five yeah you like you arguably put up your best performance and lost to a freak try in the last play of the game like yeah <laughs> intercept try did not <laughs> you did not off the post and, yeah uh, just shut up and keep working hard until you get that win and then yeah. chat about things but uh, yeah no that's uh, that's it I suppose for the round six previews hopefully next week um, we might have a fixture list for the Irish domestic season we'll be working on giving a run through um, I think it is expected very soon mm-hmm. um, and we'll start probably hopefully touching more on the uh, domestic game here and um, congrats to Sydney Roosters for winning the women's Exactly, yeah, yeah. That was the next poor call. Um, fairy tale stuff. Um, From just about fell. like tipping into semi final with the, the the other game going their way with points difference, to beating the reigning premiers to actually winning the yoke. You wouldn't have tipped yeah, them there no. two weeks ago. It was brilliant, and that's actually the the twenty twenty one comp. So they're going to play again at the yeah, end. Yeah, they have of another. The yeah, which is classic. Yeah, which is brilliant because I just thought it was. It kind of ended. Yeah, too soon. Yeah, it was just getting going. Like it was getting a little bit of hype around it, like, and then it just stops, like, which is. But I think I think if they played that season in the middle of the say the men's competition, so you had games say during those down weeks on the back of Origin, Hmm. the best thing for it. Um, Yeah, you're going to be competing in some big games, obviously in terms of airtime and that. But those down weeks where you've Origin. A lot like it's tough watch the NRL because you're down so many stars. Then so mm. the NRLW would be phenomenal in those weeks, and I think it really gained some traction. Mm. But probably is the I don't know, maybe I'm very biased. Saying it's probably the best women's sport. Um, oh, I watch it all. Eh? <laughs> it's like yeah, it's it's, it's like the old Anyone... style rugby league. Like they they're very much mm. like big like big shots like. Running very straight, like if if you want to learn how to play rugby league, you you pick it up very very quick watching the ladies yeah. play rugby league. Yeah, and there's and some the superstars like superstars. The improvement in that competition in what we named season five. Yeah, in the first five seasons are otherworldly. It's been a joy to watch well, the whole way through. To be fair, but mm, especially I the think last two it's great the way the NRL took it that. They weren't going to give them sixteen teams. They went. They're going to. It's a slow, slow start. Build the reputation and then add to it as the years go by. Like, which they are. Like they're getting another two teams next year and then they're going to go two origins as well, which would be great. Mm. Yeah, it's a slow build. It's all influx of talent as well. Um, mm. And what what we haven't really seen, um, but we might start to see. I know the. It's quite harsh when you say this, but the women's super league can be quite a poor product in the UK. Mm. And I, I think we might start seeing the cream of the crop coming over there mm. to further bolster the competition. Um, I mean, in five years' time, you really could have like a twelve-team deep competition mm. with just quality on all twelve sides. It could be brilliant. So yeah, yeah. but uh, that's all for me. Yeah, that's me done as well. I have to get a bit more energy into me, like you know, Bill Luke's in. Yeah, it's that 
knocking back the uh, the Red Bulls oh, at yeah, 7 o'clock on a Monday 12 tequilas there on Friday at a wedding so <laughs> wasn't it yeah just don't recover as well as you used to no. <laughs> it's a young man's game yeah yeah there it is but I still believe I can play it um, <laughs> until the, the day after <laughs> <laughs> yeah until the week after when I finally sober up uh, or get back to 100% but look I suppose thank you and good night I hope you enjoyed it take care Points all. Played to Kiri. He's down the left. Short pass Mitchell. Beautiful pass to Tupo. Into the back.